Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. You probably didn't think this would be a topic today, but it's been a topic prior to the start of the show. We're defending James Harden. We're talking about James Harden. Is James Harden overrated, overhated, underappreciated? James Harden and his role with the 76ers as we get ready to roll into the playoffs. Joel Embiid, if there was any doubt, won the MVP last night with a dominating performance over the Celtics. Now we can start to look at the playoff matchups because that's been settled. Embiid will be your MVP. No problem with that whatsoever. The Lakers, in overtime, beat Utah. And they needed a team effort here. LeBron, AD, Austin Reeves. Reeves has played really, really good basketball here. They were doubling AD. LeBron looked great, uh, had some lift, and uh, had 37. So the Lakers have the Clippers tonight. Lakers want to beat the Clippers to get the sixth seed. Then they would probably face the Kings in the opening round of the playoffs. You don't want to play in, you know, be in the five spot. Then you face the Suns or maybe the Warriors. You would like for the Suns and Warriors to face each other. Then one of those two is going to get knocked off. But if you're able to take on a young Sacramento team that doesn't play defense, the Lakers are one of the better defensive teams, that would be the scenario. So the importance of tonight's game with the Lakers and the Clippers. Welcome to to the program here. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll... Head to the Masters, the Par 3 tournament, coming up uh, in about three hours from now. Mike Tirico will join us, and the uh, former NBA player, former Sacramento King, and now the G League president, Sharif Abdurrahim, will join us on the program as well. Say good morning to uh, Peacock. If you're watching, our streaming partner, thank you, and our radio affiliates numbering 390 cities around the country. Joel Embiid drops 52 on the Celtics. The Nuggets lose to the Rockets. The uh, Lakers, as I mentioned, with the win, closing in on the Clippers right now with the identical record there. And UConn still celebrating that victory. I never understood this. When your team wins, you start to rip up stuff. I never understood that. You're going to tear up your campus. I would think if you lose, then you might be angry. When you win, like 
your anger is victory anger. And I'm watching all of these students tear up their stuff. And I'm going, mm, mom and dad must be thrilled. Oh, there's the couch that we bought for a little Skippy, and it's out uh, on the front lawn there on fire. And it's all on TV. You got windows and doors being, you know, trashed there. Yeah, Seaton. Setting a couch on fire is okay. It's the other stuff that's really stupid. <laughs> as a West Virginia yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, it's it's your couch as opposed to you yeah, know, the right. school property there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's by, just fun. By the way, tomorrow, tailgate moonshine, available at 11 a.m. Eastern. So we'll have the azalea. And we did make another batch of cinnamon apple and salted caramel if you missed out on that. So they're all going to be available, but uh, this will be the first time we unveil Azalea Moonshine, our tailgate moonshine. That'll be available at 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And this hour, this program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, their range of SUVs, every member waiting to impress. Learn more, MBUSA.com. Yeah, we stumbled upon James Harden because, to me, he's a story because he's not a story. Normally, we're talking about James Harden. We're like, oh, he wants out of here, not happy here, uh, ball dominant. Uh, yeah, lead the league in scoring, but you don't show up in the playoffs. And, like, and all these things are true. But now we haven't talked about James Harden. And James Harden quietly is averaging, what, 21 and 11? Yeah, 21, 11 assists to lead the league and uh, six rebounds. His turnovers are down. His shooting percentage is up. And I also understand I've got the MVP here. And... If you start to look at when you understand who you're playing with and that you don't need to do everything, you can go back to Oscar Robertson when he played for the Cincinnati Royals. Dominated. Was the best guard in the game. He averaged the triple-double, of course, in the early 60s. And then all of a sudden, he realized he's not winning anything in Cincinnati. He got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, and he went there as a point guard and realized... I had Lou Alcindor, who, of course, became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Oscar understood his role, and they ended up winning an NBA championship. His stats went down, but the production of what he was doing for that team, and that was a really balanced team there, coached by Larry Costello, but they ended up winning an NBA championship. Can James Harden be that, where you go from getting 35 to maybe you get 20, 25, but all you need to do is show up Show up in a couple of big games because you do have a good team. You know, I like Tyrese Maxey a lot. Uh, Embiid's going to be your MVP. And Doc Rivers, get a chance to go into the playoffs. I can't figure out the Celtics. The Celtics, as great as they appear to be, aren't dangerous. It's like they almost plateaued. And I remember earlier in the year, I was hearing from Celtic fans, you know, you're not talking about our team. Okay. We are now. You know, you lost your coach, and you're, you're still a good team, but they don't feel threatening. And you let Embiid put 52 on you? That doesn't happen very often. And Embiid shot 80% in that game. It just feels like, you know, Jason Tatum's wonderful, but there are times I feel like it, it feels like a scrimmage to him. There, there's no, like, really passion. Like, does this really mean a lot to you? And they're great players. And, and if, if you say, well, you know, they're coasting into the playoffs. Okay. And maybe they go back to the NBA Finals. But then maybe they don't. Because right now, are they better than Philly? Are they better than Milwaukee? And they're probably not. 
But watching that last night, and maybe it didn't mean anything to Boston, but it did mean a lot to Joel Embiid, and he showed that to you last night, putting up 52. All right, Seaton, what kind of uh, poll question are we going to go with? We should go off one with James Harden. Mm. I'm not exactly sure how to word it. Okay. Because we could do a sort of we're tinkering around with a James Harden overrated, overhated. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that feels a little dated, if we can keep rhyming. Uh, <laughs> maybe he's James Harden underappreciated or role player? Yeah, Paulie. I may have one, and again, I'm working this out live. So workshop. It's probably going to be a mess. Right, workshop. James Harden has had a great career. Was that fair to say? He's going to the Hall of Fame, all that stuff. Didn't he lead the league in scoring a couple times and assists a couple times? Yeah. Even how you answer that is interesting. You, you went, yeah, they had a great career, and that's, that's okay because it doesn't feel great because he didn't win an NBA title or really even compete for he one. He doesn't play well in the postseason. He led the league in scoring three times, 36 and 34. He's led the league in assists now twice. Yeah. Stats-wise, he's a monster. Yes. Is there any other athlete? Give me a playoff memory with James Harden. That, yeah. What athlete would be best served career-wise by an NBA title that they're directly responsible for? Yes, Marv. He was on a team where they missed 27 straight three-pointers. Yeah. <laughs> That's his legacy. Okay. You said playoff memory. Yeah. But let's say he happened to help them, and you know, it was him and Embiid. It wasn't just Embiid, to an NBA title in Philly. Well, they're not winning a title unless somebody helps Embiid. Yeah. But that then, so he would get even more credit at this point in his career. You know, 33, we've seen his best work, you would think. Yeah, but maybe he realizes now that he could get those points. And then remember, there was a story where he was going to go back to Houston. And I went, why would Houston take James Harden back? You got a young team. Why would you do that? Why would you stunt their growth by bringing James? You're not winning anything. By the way, congratulations to the Pistons. They had the, uh, they secured the uh, worst record in the NBA. Yeah, you, you, we knew you could do it. Yeah, I'm not surprised, although I thought it was going to be Houston. But uh, now they, uh, I guess they have the best odds for Victor Wambayama. What is it, 14%? Is that what it is? So they have the uh, worst record in the NBA. By the way, this season, players at lab, averaging at least 20 points and 8 assists per game. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six players who are doing that. Luca. John Morant, Trey Young, the Joker, James Harden, and Tyrese Halliburton. So Harden is doing what he needs to do. And if you're a pass first and you're going to get 11 assists per game, that would be ideal for Philadelphia. And having that weapon, who can get you 30 if you need to. But if he knows what he's, what he's best served doing, then great. And I think if Embiid knows what to expect, because it goes through Embiid, everything should go through him. It used to go through James Harden. But now with Embiid, and you saw what he did leading, leading the NBA in scoring. All right, uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. We'll uh, settle on a poll question. We got uh, the, uh, three, the par three contest coming up. Here's Doc Rivers on the MVP race. The MVP race is over. I, I, I'm really, like tonight, we had... We couldn't make shots. We had guys making shots, uh, would open shots. The man just scored half our points in the NBA game. Um, and I'm biased, but the MVP race is over. He's right. He's right. It's over. Doc's got that playoff voice. He's always <laughs> had that playoff voice. It never leaves him, even in the offseason. Still sounds like that. 
All right, a couple other things going on. There's a report out there that uh, maybe, maybe, the Patriots are quietly shopping Mac Jones. Now, understand this. This doesn't come from the Patriots. This will come from one of the teams or a couple of the teams telling Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, that Bill Belichick approached them about, are you interested in Mac Jones? I'm going to give you... The list, Mac Jones has thrown 36 touchdown passes in his career. I'm going to read you the list of receivers who have touchdowns. Hunter Henry has 10. Kendrick Bourne has 6. Jacoby Myers has 5. Nelson Aguilar, 4. Brandon Bolden, 2. Kristen Wilkerson, 2. Devontae Parker, 2. Marcus Jones, 1. Ty Montgomery, 1. Ramondre Stevenson, 1. John o. Smith won, and Tyquan Thornton won. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. But if you're doing this to Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, now... There, there were reports, and this is Mac Jones when he was at Alabama. He would question Nick Saban. But you could look at it two different ways. Is he very curious and trying to understand and get better, or is he kind of being counterproductive here? He's being, quote-unquote, difficult. And was he that way with Bill Belichick? Belichick and Saban are the same kind of coaches. And, you know, also understand this with Mac Jones. Now, is he a great quarterback? No. Can he be a starting quarterback? Yes, he's proven that. Did well his rookie year. Took a step back. But you had a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator in Matt Patricia. <laughs> That's not fair to the kid. And these wide receivers? that Not exactly. Nobody's going to be knocking on the door of Canton, Ohio. But if you're going to do that to Mac Jones, does it signal... All right, then we're in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Or are you going to go Bailey Zappi? And I do think that locker room is split. Somebody who used to play for the Patriots, and I ask, could you find out sort of how that feels in the locker room? And when he came back to me, you know, probably four days later, he said, there's a lot of support for Bailey Zappi, but that doesn't mean they're ready to turn the team over to Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi was a great college quarterback, put up a lot of yards there. But you spent a you know, the 15th pick in the first round on Mac Jones. Like, you can't whiff on that. But now you have to find a trait partner. Who's going to, like, do you say to Josh McDaniels, hey, you interested? Uh, well, we have a quarterback. Do you? How about another Patriot quarterback there for the Raiders? Is somebody else going to be interested? The 49ers, would they be interested? They love collecting quarterbacks. Yeah. But I wonder with Mac Jones... Like, who's going to take him, and can you get it? You're not going to get a first-round pick for him. And then what are you going to do? Does that mean Lamar Jackson? And if that's the case, then okay. I would never take somebody that Belichick is moving on from. I just wouldn't. You look down through history, and some big names, Richard Seymour, Lawyer Malloy, Jamie Collins, Drew Bledsoe. Like, when he moves on... That's when I I move on too. Yeah, Paul. I remember Jamie Collins. He was a young linebacker for New England. He was fast. And as soon as it came time to pay him, they said, nope. And they let him go to Cleveland. 
He was average for Cleveland for three years, and he came back to New England. Seems like that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, we'll take you back at a discount. But uh, that's the report, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Now, some of the Patriot reporters have refuted that, that uh, Mac Jones is not being shot. And that doesn't mean anything to me. But, you know, who's going to tell you the truth? It's not like Belichick's going to go, uh, yeah, uh, Florio did a good job. I am uh, shopping Mac Jones. They're never gonna. They're never gonna tell you the truth. Nobody at this point in the season, leading up to the draft, nobody's gonna tell you anything. There, there's no reason to. Do I think Mac Jones is being shopped? If Florio says so, yeah, sure. I just don't know what your what's the market for Mac Jones. That's what I'd be curious about. All right, phone calls are always welcome. Tyler, operator, standing by eight seven seven three DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Anything else that needs to be mentioned here as we get started? Yes, Paul. We may do some Masters picks later if you're up for it. Mm. Have a little, have a little fun. Mm. Remember when it used to be Tiger versus the field? <laughs> sure. God. Mm. Yeah. Well, sound yeah. excited for. Coach Behan, what do you have to say? It's a, All right, let's go. It's not that exciting. You know, somebody's going to go, I'll take Scotty Scheffler. I got Oh, Rory. man, that was, my, that was mine. Yeah. Well, I'm taking Colin Morcow. So yeah. Is anybody taking one of the live tour guys? See, I'm looking at the odds. If I was going to bet, I would save bet. it for this segment. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now oh, you're in. All of a sudden, you were, now all of a sudden you're interested in the segment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How about we take a break? Reverse psychology. Yeah, you think we, you hate it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I hate it, but I really love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you saying Kevin nah to the picks? This will be fun. See, this is why I don't <laughs> want to do it. Because Todd doesn't watch any golf. Let's do picks. Kevin nah. nah. <laughs> Are you going to take Kevin? I'm going to try to take because it didn't work no, for me. No, Todd. In the, in... Todd. Oh, nah. <laughs> Todd, you set me up. I think I'm going to go with a lot of underdogs if we do this. How about, we take, a break. How about we take a break? Yeah. Last thing America needs is your picks on the Masters. Probably not. Okay. I think we got to get this on record. Let's take a break. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. And GetRefunds.com knows that too. No matter how busy you are, Take eight minutes to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. I'll explain all this. GetRefunds.com, that's where you go to get started. See if your business qualifies. Your business might be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds over uh, thanks to the ERC. They might be able to help your business as well. And keep this in mind, GetRefunds.com does all the work. So there's no charge up front. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. And if you're a business that believes that you didn't qualify or won't qualify off incomplete or outdated information, don't let the opportunity pass you by because the payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. It takes eight minutes to see if you qualify. Start by going to GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, Marvin got started. Marvin went on a fritzy roll. You were complaining today. Explain. Explain what what was bothering you today when you hear a a song that you like. No, it was Blurred Lines that was driving you crazy. Oh, Blurred Lines. By the way, that song is aged like milk. There's nothing good about that song any longer. (laughs) But uh, Seton brought up this song, and I was like, you know what? This makes me happy because it's the song that you hear a couple of times. All right. I love this song. And then it becomes a major hit, and now you can't get away okay. from it. Okay, but why does this song bother you, Seton? It's not the song. It's the amount of times the song was played. I love Jimmy Eat World. Love them. Absolutely love the band. Okay. This song was such a big hit, though, that you heard it every five seconds, and after a while you're like, God, I just can't hear that song anymore. Oh, you know? Were we using this as a reference to the over-coverage of Caitlin Clark coming up next season? Correct. She was basically, we were talking about oh, Caitlin Clark in right. next season, and we basically said she's going to be Jimmy Eat World the middle <laughs> next year. 
No offense to Jimmy so Rowe, it's not, I love them. And no offense to Caitlin Clark. It's right. not about Caitlin Clark. It's the overcoverage. It's the coverage of it, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. But also, I think that this is part of what bothered the South Carolina women and the LSU women. It's the overcoverage of Caitlin Clark and that they weren't getting covered. And I think that that's what probably was at the crux of what was going on with Angel Reese. But uh, Caitlin Clark did talk about the trash talking at the end of the national title game. I think men have always had trash talk. Um, you know, that's what it's been. And I think more and more people, as they turn on the game, they're appreciating it, appreciating it for what it is. Um, you know, I'm just lucky enough that I get to play this game and have emotion and have, wear it on my sleeves. And so does everybody else. So that should never be torn down. Uh, that should never, you know, be criticized because I believe that's what makes this game so fun. That's what draws people to this game. It doesn't matter. You know, you should be able to play with that emotion. That's what makes it so fun. Nobody wants to tune in and not see people, you know, be competitive and passionate about what they're doing. That's how I'm going to continue to play. That's how every girl should continue to play. So um, I'm just lucky enough that, you know, we have fans support us and, you know, want to watch that type of basketball. Okay. And where did she go to give those comments? ESPN. She also talked about Angel Reese and that we should back off the LSU star. I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. Um, you know, no matter which way it goes, um, you know, she should never be criticized for what she did. Um, you know, I'm just one that competes and she competed. So I think everybody knew there was going to be a little trash talk in the entire tournament. It's not just me and Angel. So um, LSU deserves it. They played so well. And like I said, I'm a big fan of hers. Smart comments. Then that's where you, you take the L. All right. There's nothing you could do. And you can't win this battle now. You can't say anything about it. You just take the L, you swallow it, and you go, okay. Next season, hey, they deserve it. Angel was great. I'm a big fan. Say all the things. Whether you believe them or not, wait till next season. And then maybe you get your chance to go back at Angel Reese. But it, I, I, I think, it, and I mentioned this, where sometimes we show up late to the party in sports. We're like, oh, wait, I got to go see this. Who's this person? What's, who's this team? Hey, I got to have an opinion on this now. Paige Beckers? I got to. Now I know everything about women's college basketball. I said, you're going to find people who are going to show up at the Final Four, and all of a sudden they're going to be experts. And then you had a bunch of middle-aged white guys who jumped in to say, oh, that's, that's trash here. She shouldn't be doing that. Caitlin Clark doesn't talk trash. I'm like, uh, yeah, she does. Yes, you showed up, the final four, and you had an opinion on this. But understanding the backstory, and Caitlin Clark giveth, and now she has to taketh. And Angel Reese is certainly going to continue, uh, you know, that narrative in the offseason. Yeah, Paul. Twitter is the home of uninformed opinions flying yeah. out on short notice. I mean, that's basically the entire concept oh. of the, the platform. Yeah. And I, I saw probably a dozen people in sports media and other media having to retract things they said for Reese, for Clark, for both sides, for either side. It, it was funny that instead of covering the story, we have to take sides on the story, which is what we're not supposed to do. We are supposed to cover it and present it. But there's too many people in the media said, I'm going to back this horse. I'm going to back that horse. That's not what we're supposed well, to do. Well, you know, there's a case of ready, fire, aim. <laughs> totally. And that's what this was. Like, oh, I'm going to react in the moment here, not understanding the backstory and being fair to the sport. And look, women compete differently. And if you don't believe it, you should watch high school games, you know, junior high games. They're competing. You know, they, they, it's not one, you know, we like sportsmanship and gamesmanship. I understand all of that. 
but the women approach the game in a way that is far more aggressive and competitive than you probably are used to seeing. And Caitlin Clark is saying that. Hey, this is who we are. We do this. I have no problem with this. Yes, Eden. I don't know that I necessarily agree with all of that, though. In that the media reporters are supposed to present the facts. Yeah. But then there's a whole other side of the, uh, to quote the great, uh, the Oracle Jake, I'm just giving my opinion like I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. There's half, at least 75% of this industry is based on opinions, not on just people presenting facts. If we were just presenting facts, we would just be talking about, well, the day she pointed at her finger. You know what I mean? Then there's supposed to be the opinion part of it too, which is how but the facts, this industry runs. But the facts are well, no, it's a hot take industry now. The facts are Caitlin Clark talks trash, right? Yeah, that those are facts. You can have an opinion about her talking trash, but you can't refute that she doesn't talk trash, and Angel Reese does. That's the problem that I have. At least understand that Caitlin Clark does this. Maybe she didn't do it as demonstratively as Angel Reese did. My only problem with Angel Reese was don't do it when you just won a championship. Because now Caitlin Clark's in your head. Be with your teammates. You won the national title. That's scoreboard. You don't need to do anything. You've said everything. And you don't have to say a thing in that moment. Yeah, Paul. And, and Seton's right. You know, anyone in sports media can have their outlet for their opinions. But it's, you, know, you still have to have an opinion with your journalism umbrella over the top of it. You can't, if you are, like you said, ready, shoot, aim, you know, that, that's wrong. You got to have a little bit of background or take five minutes and do a little bit of research on the, the parties you're laying into. Well, you could have said, look, Caitlin Clark talks trash, but that was above and beyond the call of duty, in my opinion. If you're a columnist, you have an opinion. If you're a reporter, you don't have an opinion. And if you want to report on it, then report on both sides. If you want to have an opinion on it, fine. I had an opinion. Did I like seeing Angel Reese do that? No, only because it took away from what they accomplished. That moment, you've already won. And go to your teammates. She spent a lot of time stalking Caitlin Clark. I just thought, use that moment. Celebrate with your teammates. They're the reason why you won, because Angel Reese didn't play great. But she was bound and determined that she was going to make sure Caitlin Clark knew. And she did. And to Caitlin Clark's credit, she was like, hey, it happens. You know? You got to take the L. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. So we're, we're, we're going to look at Jimmy Eat World as the Caitlin Clark <laughs> of popular music for next year when it's over covered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm sure there's a million other songs. Well, Marvin said blurred lines that he, right. he liked it, you know, the first 99,000 times. And then after that, you just got tired of it. Yeah, more. But I think Caitlin Clark might be in one of those, maybe like uh, the Beatles or Michael Jackson, where they're overplayed, but no one thinks they're quote unquote overrated. Right. No, no one's ever said, even LSU, South Carolina, they were like, no, 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 she's legit. Hmm. It's not one of those manufactured um Living La Vida Loca types. Whoa. That, that's mine. <laughs> oh, no, Pauly. That's mine. I just know. Oh, Marvin and I were talking about this. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm not going to steal it and take credit. I'm not anti uh, Ricky Martin in any way. I, I celebrate <laughs> his catalog, but I that song was played a lot for those two yeah. months. He was. He was. Yeah, his, but, but Caitlin Clark's not a one hit wonder. No, no. I'm no. just saying. We're just talking songs that drove us crazy. Yeah, but it. it 
This is year three for Caitlin Clark. Well, that's why I said Michael or the beat, like somebody okay. who was like legit, like <laughs> in the pantheon of Mount Rushmore of artists, and they get played a lot. Yes, Seton. You know, I'm just realizing too. One of the one of the things that really amplified this story even more is that there's a, a little bit of a trend right now in social media of lip reading videos yeah. and trying to figure out what somebody said. And I'm going to guess 90 percent of that is completely inaccurate because you can look at like, uh, you know, did she say this ain't no one man show or did she call her a bad word? Yes. You know what I mean? And yes. you're like, you can't really tell between show, go, dough. Like it all sort of looks the same when it comes out of your mouth. Um, that that's kind of one of those things that is amplifying this to beyond what well, do you see what she said you could clearly see what she yes. what she's mouthing yes yes uh, maybe not yes i would just ask angel reese what did you say then i'm guessing angel reese she's not scared she should be able to tell you what she said to caitlin clark other than pointing to a ring finger it's just good for college for women's basketball it just is but there better be a rematch if, you know, ESPN, you're running college women's college basketball. Make this happen. Even if you do a women's doubleheader and you have Connecticut with Paige Beckers coming back. Ooh, and Paige Buckets is coming back. And then you have Caitlin Clark and LSU and South Carolina. Let's do it. Let's go. It's Let's like an ultimate warrior just jumped into the <laughs> ring, too. And it's like, ah, it's Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, and the ultimate warrior. Yeah. And then you get Gino Oriyama in there and Don Staley in there and Kim Mulkey in there. It's Peter. a battle royale. Yeah, it'll be incredible. Yes, Todd. The rematch is fun, and I'm not uh, putting it down or anything. But, but, we, we, but. No, we have the same problem with let's have the Super Bowl teams play each other Thursday night football or Sunday night week one. Like, this was a championship game. They could but play Angel all the. Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark are going to be on the floor next year. Right, and the winner is 1 and 0 as opposed to cutting down the net. Or whatever, whenever you play that game. So don't, point. so don't try to capitalize on this? I think they should, and they will, and, uh, and I'll watch it. But what I'm wait, just I'm saying is. Wait, it's not, you said they should. But then they should, but I don't think it's like it's going to be as big a deal, maybe as uh, as well, we think. It's, it's like don't put the Super Bowl teams week one against each other. We just saw that. Oh, so a regular season game the next year is not as big as the Super Bowl. Oh, if, if okay. We're, if we're into the whole trash talk thing, or at least winking at it, I don't know how much trash talk you're going to have in a. Uh, it's a, not a, that. week one game. They're against each other, but it's not for the national title, though. God, you give me a mixed message there. This isn't about trash talking. It's about a rematch of the, the national title game. And if Iowa wins that, so they're they're even. They're one and one. One cut down the nets, and one's one and zero oh to start the new season. That's my only point. It doesn't have the same weight. So if you worked in programming at ESPN, you probably wouldn't be. You, you'd, you'd say no to this. Right? I'd have them play each other. I don't know if it would, it would be mandatory. To be week one. I'd maybe you know closer to the start of the tournament. Yes, Paul. I, Fritzy, I got to disagree on this one because you have to set it up. Think of it like boxing. You have a window to have a trilogy. And the, what you do is you open the season in some fashion in, in November with LSU versus Iowa in some type of tournament because it can't be guaranteed that they'll face each other in the NCAA tournament next year. Yep. Iowa, I'm, I'm pretty sure, has a few top players uh, leaving. And LSU was not a top seed, even though they're probably going to be a big returning seed. You have to set this up with the possibility of a trilogy. If somehow it works out for ESPN that yep. Iowa wins the opener, then you're all set for the NCAA tournament. And then when you run CB, uh, ESPN, which also is in charge of seeding the tournament, you make sure that they pl they face each other. Yeah, Mark. And it'll probably be late November, early December. Boom, on a Tuesday night, 
There's no football Tuesday or Wednesday night. Seven o'clock, must see TV. Dan Patrick Show pregame. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> wait, mm. All right, <laughs> we're we're the pregame show. No, but yeah, yeah, we're there. <laughs> okay, we already know Iowa's got our back. Yeah, they, they do. love us out there. They, oh. they love you. Oh. Yeah, they love Seton yeah. O'Connor. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Mark in South Carolina. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. Thank you so much. Uh, first time, long time, or yep. long time, first time. Uh, five ten. 185, and inc- incredibly strong. I'm still benching 245 at 53 years old. Uh, yesterday, there's an episode of Twins. Uh, there's an episode of Friends where Joey finds his identical hand twin. And yesterday, I just want Fritzy to know that I found my identical thought twin and that I, too, was as, as upset as Fritzy was <laughs> with all of the people in the background making complete idiots out of themselves. And I just was everything that Fritzy was saying. I was on board. I was in the background making a complete idiot of myself supporting Fritzy. <laughs> and I just wanted to give him all the love and support that there are other people out there in the world exactly the same way that he is. And he's got an identical hand, an identical thought twin in Greenville, South Carolina. All right. Well, thank you, Mark. Maybe we start a club. Why not? That was very nice. Yeah. I appreciate the support. Yeah, yeah, Paul. He, that guy had to hang up because at the penitentiary, they only give you 30 minutes of time a week to use <laughs> oh, the phone. Oh, wow. Not true. Yeah. Not true. So identical uh, thought friends here. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. He also thinks uh, a rematch of an awesome game that we saw this year for next year is a stupid idea, yeah. too. Chiefs-Eagles, week one. Let's go. Thursday night yeah. football. We got to oh, see it. Revenge. Yeah, the Revenge Eagle, over the Super Eagles Bowl. Eagles are 1-0. Oh. Stupid. Yeah. Who even wants to watch Teams play. Well, the Eagles beat the Chiefs week one because that, that'll be the revenge because they beat us. In but the why game. does the NFL do the rematch? Because obviously people want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but I'm not people. I'm my, I'm my own individual thought. I don't, I don't, I don't go along with uh, everybody else. How about we take a break here? Our play of the day is up next right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Left work yesterday after the show, came back about an hour and a half later, and backroom guys were hitting with the PXG clubs. Now, I have two sets of clubs in here. One is for the backroom guys, and then my club's there. And I made sure that I told them, you guys don't touch my clubs, because those are the new Gen 6 clubs. Fast, blazing fast, beyond forgiving, and it's game-changing technology. Once you've been fitted for the clubs, you'll want to make sure nobody touches your clubs, because they're yours. They're fitted for you. High performance for men and women. Also, they have great apparel, great clothes, lightweight, high-tech fabrics that move and breathe and offer UV protection. And no golf game is complete without PXG's brand new Extreme Golf Balls. They worked 10 years on this. Premium ball delivers big distance. Also, snappy green grabbing control. Slick alignment to help aid you in sinking more putts. Find the nearest location to get fitted. PXG.com. That's PXG.com. And tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app, 
or wherever you get your podcast. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Joel one-on-one spins by one man down the lane and a slam. He eats up the rim. A two-hand stump. A quick turn. A catch and a go. And a dunk. 54 and B. That's courtesy of the Fanatics 76ers Radio Network. Embiid's the first Sixer to score 50 or more points against the Celtics since Hal Greer in 1964. I'm old enough to remember Hal Greer. Always had a thigh pad on. Always. Play of the Day brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. SUV family proves otherwise as far as good things come to those who wait. Takes no time at all to set up a test drive. Your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more. MBUSA.com. I'm not here to incite this any more than it's already been incited or inflamed with Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese. But, you know, there's so much coded language here with Angel Reese. And there shouldn't be. If Caitlin Clark's okay with it and she sounds like she's okay with it, then we move on with it. 
Is it a moment that I think Angel Reese will look back and probably regret that she didn't go and celebrate with her teammates right away? I do. Maybe she won't. Maybe not. But I hope they get a chance to have a rematch. I think it's good for women's college basketball. You had almost 10 million people watching that game. And I think that that's great for the sport to be able to see there are a lot of great players, not just Caitlin Clark. All right, uh, some phone calls here. Can you update the poll results there, Seton, from the first 47 minutes of this program? I can, Dan. We actually put up one uh, uh, that we didn't talk about on the show at all, but this year's Masters champion will be from the Live Tour or PGA. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the odds for the Live Tour players. There are long odds here, and I'm really surprised at that. It's not like this is the first tournament that they've played in this year. The first time they played golf this year. They've been playing, granted it's, you know, the live tournaments, 54 holes, but I would think, you know, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, uh, Cam Smith, I would jump on those odds, but I, I think it'll be a PGA Tour player. Mike Tirico will join us coming up next hour from Augusta. Yes, Eden. 81% agree with you. Okay. Yes, Paul. Since we're discussing programming, if you're programming the Masters and can pick two of the people who are in the final grouping you know, the leaders going into Sunday. First storylines. Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy. Would you add, could you, what if I could add Phil Mickelson? In you there? can't. Is it two or three they two. go? Hmm. So you th- I think Mickelson. He's not playing well enough. I'm saying, but I'm saying programming. Yeah, not, but I, but he's, I don't want him to be in the final group and not play well. If you said Phil was going to play well. Well, by being in the final group, he would be, have been playing. You well, know, no, you're saying you're programming him in there. So I guess he saying, hasn't earned the right. No, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, what would be the best if you could have it happen where Phil plays better than he I'd should? I'd have Tiger against Phil. <laughs> That's true. <Yeah>. Then <laughs> there's no lift on. Can't, can't go wrong there. There you go. Yeah, Seton. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Brooks Kepka has to fit into that programming part. Don't you want to see him there? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Heading him. into the whole live toward debacle, he was kind of the guy, right? Uh... Well, let's, well, Phil was heading it up. Phil was heading it up, but in terms of who like Ooh. a hot golfer was. Well, we knew he was going, and then he refused to answer the question. Yeah. And then you're like, dude, you're leaving right after this tournament. Uh, no, no. Phil, in terms of like competition, though, is kind of irrelevant right now, right? Yes. I mean, he's not going to be it, but Brooks, you can see him up there. Uh, where's Bryson DeChambeau? Mm. Dustin, like, Dustin Johnson would be a guy that I would say, all right, I'll put money on him. Yeah, Paul. I just saw DeChambeau on the tee, on the uh, uh, practice range. He's down at least 20 pounds. He's not near as – it's almost to the point where they had to point out who it was. He's not near as beefy as he used to be. He's I, not living large anymore. Uh, well, his wallet is. Yes, Seton. I think he got sick and and dropped a bunch of weight. Oh. He had some kind of, like, uh, crazy virus or stomach issue. Hmm. Uh, and, and, like, there were some headlines about how he dropped a bunch of weight. Hmm. Yeah, I think the Live Tour guys would be interesting here. If, if you're looking at programming, having one of those guys, Patrick Reed and Rory don't like each other. And Patrick Reed has won the Masters. Rory still needs it for the uh, career Grand Slam. Yes, Todd? What if they have to lead someone on the Live Tour and they forget to show up on Sunday because they're so used to playing three rounds? Where are they? Where do you go? <laughs> okay. That's funny. All right. All right. Got one more round, guys. We didn't win anything. No, no, no. Yet. We play 54 holes. I don't get the jacket? No, no, no. It's Saturday night. There's no jacket yet. All right. All right. You're rallying. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? 
Dan, I've never been more excited to talk to you than I am right now. I came up with a question six <laughs> months ago that I've been dying to ask you. Finally, the time is here. I'm hoping I can stay on the line while you answer it because I think I'm going to disagree with you. But what makes better television? A guy like Tiger making an incredible shot, chipping it in on 16, or Phil hitting it in off the pine straw, or somebody like a leader like Jordan Spieth totally imploding? What's the better television? Well, you're going to take Jordan Spieth uh, imploding on the 12th. Um, I, I get it. But I don't like looking at the car wreck. I'd much rather see great golf uh, any day. But you say content is king, and that's 15. Tiger Woods' shot is, what, 30 seconds at the most? That's 15 minutes of watching that where you cannot take your, your eyes off the screen. That's why I think it's better television. But Tiger, that led to a victory. Uh, you know, Jordan, he, he you know stumbled there and what Danny Willett ended up winning and nobody cared about Danny Willett winning. What led to after what followed after Tiger was he won and Jordan Spieth didn't do anything after that. So you got your moment at 12. I still got, you know, 17 and 18 with Tiger winning the tournament. Yeah, and, and it lives longer. I mean, you can't see that shot without hearing Vern Lundquist's voice in your in your mind. So it does have a better shelf life. But, boy, I look at uh, Vandervelle and even Phil hitting it off the hospitality tent at the U.S. Open, and that was harder to watch than the last episode of MASH. It was dramatic television. <laughs> you know, was... Doug, I'm going to ask Mike Tirico. Tirico was on the call for Jean Vandervelde at the British Open. And I remember you're just it took a long time, and you're just watching and you're going, oh, my God. Oh, my God, no. Oh, no, he's taken off his shoes. and so, Oh, my God, no. And it all played out right in front of you that way. And with Jordan Spieth, it was, he played so well, then you have that one moment, and then that's it. Um, is that great content? Yeah. But it's in the moment, and then it's done. Tigers was, that ball hangs on the lip, and then goes in, and then he goes on to win. It led to something. Jordan Spees, that just led to Danny Willett winning the Masters. All right, we're one hour in the books. We've covered a lot of territory here. We'll head to Augusta. Mike Tirico will join us. We'll ask him that question. And is the storyline really the live tour? How big is the live tour at this year's Masters? Are we making it more than what it really is? Do the players care? How much competition do we have between those two tours? That'll be coming up next hour. 877-3DP-SHOW email address is dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. In case you're wondering, the starting lineup, Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Pauly, yours truly, the Dan Patrick Show. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.